everybody. It's Ben and Rob from Edge of Wonder on Rise.TV. In a rare event, Hurricane Hillary hit the West Coast, leaving parts of the desert covered in water. Although it was weaker than what was originally thought, some areas of California got more rain in two days than what they'd normally see in the whole year. Yeah, and then on the same day, an earthquake hit L.A. and created the term hurricane. Great name. Now, yeah. Now another tropical storm, Harold, has hit Texas. And now with the Maui fires and a weird pattern of strange weather all over the world, is this really just a result of climate change or something else? Could weather manipulation like harp technology be a part of disasters? How is China working on its own weather modification program? And what would be the motivation behind controlling the weather anyway? Yeah, and other weird news, we found what might be the most substantial Bigfoot evidence we've seen yet. So join us on this Edge of Wonder Live as we go deeper into into the weird weather the world's experiencing plus a rise tv exclusive q a and meditation slash prayer so we'll see you guys out on the edge And if you're listening to our Edge of Wonder podcast, please give us a five-star rating and review, either on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else. Also, please remember to like, subscribe, follow us on YouTube, Rumble, Ganjing World, Twitter, Facebook, wherever we're... Wherever the heck you are. <laughs> How are How's you doing, going? Rob? Uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm psyched to see the most substantial Bigfoot evidence of all time. Well, yeah, you haven't seen it yet, actually. I, I don't so. think I've seen this yet, actually. No. So, um, well, before we go into you, you were telling me about this uh, Black Mirror episode that you were watching. Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, you know, Ben, we're, we're kind of starting uh, like a, a podcast experiment, um, starting a, a tech podcast with one of my buddies, and um, it's called Hype XR. And so we're preparing to do an episode. We have about 12 episodes shot already, and we're going to release them soon. But we were preparing for an episode on AI um sort of relationship bots like how ai is infiltrating the relationship um uh platforms i guess you could say and i found that there is a black mirror episode called it's in season four and it's called hang the dj and it's really really interesting it's basically like the, the premise is that your phone or a device is dictating who you who you meet and date. And it gives you a it like ex it gives you a time expiration for your relationship with a certain person. So even if you like this person, it's like 36 hours or two months or five years or whatever it is. Right. And so the 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 episode isn't nearly as dark as other Black Mirror episodes. Uh -huh it like actually ends in a, actually a really positive way, kind of as positive as black mirror could be, you know, mm -hmm. but it, it is like this entire interesting idea of kind of being in a simulation with this whole thing and AI running your relationships in your life, which is like on the horizon. I mean, seems you know. to be. <laughs> yeah. So it really, <laughs> I mean, there, there's already like prompts that, you know, you can ask it, right, to like, give you advice on how to respond to something or anything. Right. You know, it's kind of kind of weird in itself. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, you know, one of the things that some of the co-hosts, my, my buddy Nick, he's like, Rob, I was like, yeah, he goes, I'm creating an I'm creating an AI with your voice and it's going to sing to us on the show tomorrow. And I was like, oh if you were, I was like, dude, if you were anyone else, I would sue you <laughs> like using my likeness, you know, but for the show, it's like, whatever, you know, I think a fan did that with us. They, it, it wasn't like a super high tech one, but it, it was using AI. I don't think we were singing, but someone sent it to us. Anyway, it, it's really it's so weird to see yourself as this like AI thing. Like I, I I don't I don't even know how to describe the weirdness of it. Like I can't imagine what Elon is kind of thinking, seeing himself every I mean so many people are making Elon and these AI bot things. Like that must be so weird. Yeah, and 
and you know, one of the things that that occurred to me in one of our shows recently was that, hey, if you're a really busy person, you can create an AI avatar of yourself and have it go on a date with the person and you could screen the person before like whether it was a match or not using the ai to not waste your own time that's weird that's super weird right i would never do that like that's like but i think this is what they're looking at like they're actually thinking about doing things like this out there right now Jeez, man. yeah it's unnerving kevin is saying in our chat there's an ai where you can talk to jesus or and sing you can talk to it as Jesus. As Jesus or Jesus. Or, so it's yeah, Satan yeah. or Jesus. That's weird. That's, yeah. See, this is what I mean. This is where, where humans get involved and it just becomes eerie and strange and not normal. Um, you know, it, well, and speaking of like shows, I was actually watching, I was re-watching the, the season three of um, Daredevil on, now it's on Disney, you know, it was, originally it was on Netflix. This season had the Kingpin in it or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the one where Kingpin actually becomes Kingpin. Got it. Okay. It's it's honestly it's probably the best written show in the Marvel universe that that I've ever seen, and probably and it's probably because right. Disney didn't touch it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, it was right. Netflix was doing. They had the rights for these. Yeah, Netflix got the rights for it, and they did their own thing with it outside of Disney. And and it's the season three is just so incredibly well written. But one of the main themes through season three is his struggle with his faith in God. Mm. Yeah. And because it's like he's he's going through everything that he's going through. And then he's like this, you know, what he, you know, being blind as a kid and then coming into his life and then everything that you a lot of things get revealed about his life in season three. And so he kind of like turns away from God because he just it's like he has a hard time believing at that point. I mean, sure. at the end of it, he comes back. You know, every it's like full circle coming back to everything and like, OK, you know, now he's starting to understand. But he's but I don't know who wrote this, but there's a part in the in the movie that really or the show the that show. really like um, got me thinking in a lot of ways, especially what's going on in our world right now, because mm. it's so hard to see what's going on. And what he said, he's like he said, God is creating this most amazing tapestry ever. But the problem is. Only God is seeing what he's creating. We're all behind it and just seeing this like torn up, you know, piece of cloth that's hanging there with all the tassels and everything else on it. And we're just seeing kind of like the paint, whatever, and it just looks really bad. And, he, and so it's in other words, it's like because that's all we're seeing, it's so hard for us to. It's like it, it, we have to have the faith that whatever God is creating will be the most beautiful thing ever, even though we can't see it. Right. And it's like walking that path where you just have this divine faith or blind faith, I should say, in, in some aspects, you know, and um, I, it just made me really think, and it's just like, wow, you know, it, it, the element of, of God is out of so many shows and movies. It's just like, they're so afraid to talk about these things in yeah. movies today. And that's why I was like, wow, this is this is a really powerful like it's such a powerful um, statement. It's pretty it's pretty uh, violent, you know, the, the I mean, the, the Daredevil shows in general. Mm. But um, but it's definitely worth watching. And it was it, it's so incredibly detailed, uh, the storyline mm. script and each person. So anyway, it, it just made me really think about a lot of things and just how cool that statement Really yeah, is. actually, while we're on the topic, I went to see that movie Demeter this past weekend in the theaters. It's a, uh, you know what that is? Mm, no, actually, it's, I don't. it's it's actually pretty good. It was it's a movie about like Dracula, basically. He's you know the story where um, this ship, the Demeter, is sailing over to from from I guess it is. Oh, I think to I Britain that. from somewhere. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, they get the cargo and the cargo is these like big crates. Right. And they bring it on. And, you know, it, all of a sudden the people start disappearing one at a time, like the crew. 
And so now it's like the entire crew versus Dracula. <laughs> and and uh, it's it's it's, it's pretty wild. Cool. Um, it's it's actually pretty good. There's a few like a few minor plot holes, um, but overall it was like a really pretty pretty good movie. Like it had the feels of the old kind of um, Dracula. And this is kind of a part of the larger Bram Stoker's, you know, Dracula. Is it really? Yeah, it was like he like he runs out of 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 bodies to to consume in Transylvania and wants to go to London to just like have at it. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty it's pretty good. Not not nearly as good as the original Bram Stoker's <laughs> Dracula with, uh, you know, what's Keanu his name? Reeves. Gary. Oh, 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 Gary Ullman and yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. And Keanu. Yeah. yeah. But it's good. And um, somebody else is in there, too. Right. I can't remember. Some, anyway all right Lindsay says rob always finds the plot holes that's my job <laughs> plot holes yeah S anyway sometimes yeah, like, when we stand out in a movie it just ruins a movie it ruins it it does it's like you had me up until this point this is why christopher nolan movies are like they're usually so good that if there's one plot hole it just ruins the whole thing for me yes yeah, yeah anyway all right. Why don't we get into some topics of the show here? Um, Bigfoot well, or Skunk Ape, I guess you could say. So um, in yeah. Florida, it's called Skunk Ape. And I guess they're a little bit smaller than... And um, stanky is all. And that's what out. people are saying. Yeah. So here's a video. Um, I guess... Okay, so some of these things are always a little bit older. This, I guess this is from a few years ago. However, um, New, York, or New York Post... Uh, just had an article about it the other day uh, talking about it and it just kind of resurfaced again, you know? And, and the thing is, is, I think it's good. You know, you kind of forget about things and when things, when all these topics are in the news, um, especially like talking about UFOs, aliens, like all these things, I think more people are now searching for this stuff and more people that weren't into it previously are now getting into this stuff so this is it's a pretty compelling video i have to say so let, let, let me see what you think of this so Lindsay, you can play this oh it's so quiet where he is yeah here's the crickets i'm not 100 i'm seeing movement over there where this is let me see if i can find out where this is yeah it's straight ahead i see video. it yeah. you can see it and he's like breaking tree branches. Wow, that looks more like a actual ape thing than it did a Bigfoot. Like you could see his arm grabbing up to to pull something down there, I think. Yeah. Well, and I guess because the skunk apes are a bit smaller, um, most people think they've seen a gorilla or a monkey. Right. There are no gorillas or monkeys in Florida. So <laughs> at least not like wild ones. Right. Maybe if someone had one as a pet and released it. Or but, like, yeah. SeaWorld, like, yeah. let all the gorillas go because there's so <laughs> many at SeaWorld. Just kidding. All right. This ben, is where, where did this happen? This is in Mississippi. Oh, this is in Mississippi. Interesting. Yeah. It was recorded by a guy named Josh Highcliffe. Yeah, you can see that moving around there pretty well. Can you can you zoom way in on that for us, Lindsay? Is that Are even possible? Zoom, like, can you zoom in with your on the screen? Let me see. You'd have to like pinch. Yeah, there you go. What's going on over there? You can see him. He's crouching down there. I thought well, that was his arm. It but... stands up in a minute. A minute. Yeah, that looks like uh and he's something. He's, he says he's not speaking because he's just he's actually really afraid. He just doesn't want to startle it. It's like it doesn't see him. And then when it stood up, he just like took off one. He booked it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he took off, man. So my first thought too is well, it kind of looks like a bear, but then it, it stands up. And, and that's when it fully stands up, you know, granted bears can kind of do that too. They, they, they do, especially if they're against a tree, they can stand up. Mm. So, I mean, it could be a bear, but I mean, according to him, it wasn't a bear. 
Wait, and... but they're not really bears in Mississippi. Well, I don't think so. Not that big. Yeah. You know, even in upstate New York, you have black bears, but they're, but they're like small, the size right? of a dog. You yeah, know? they're they're like small. Yeah, you don't have like grizzly bears or anything up there. So, um, yeah, so that and, and, and besides grizzly bears are usually brown, right, in nature. So. So, yeah, they can't. I mean, it could be a bear. It really could be a bear. Uh, I'm not trying. Yeah, to but look at when he stands not, up. And but... Lindsay, can you pause it as soon as he stands up? Yeah, because you can see that that is not a bear when that thing stands up right before he starts sprinting. Maybe it's a man inside a bear costume pretending to be like, right. <laughs> Ready? Here it comes. He... There are black bears in Mississippi. I'm seeing. Yeah, I know. I, I said that there's probably black bears, but not grizzly bears, but black bears are not very big. This thing looks like a cross. Yeah, but it, yeah, it looks like it looks more like his arm. He's using his arms how a human. would. Yeah, how a human arm. would. Yes. Less like a monkey or an ape. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look like a bear. It, it, it's it's up it's more upright than than like how a bear right there yeah right that's there, not how a bear. Down. yeah nothing about that is a bear yeah, so it's definitely not a bear so it's either it's either someone in a costume or it actually is bigfoot um yeah and i'm not gonna rule out completely that there there were some videos that i i have seen where I am convinced that they were a costume, so I didn't show those. <laughs> right. Like, okay, yeah. And then it's like whenever you add whenever you add sound effects to it in a video, I'm like, come on, like, why are you adding sound effects? And it makes it even more fake. But anyway, there it's the sun bear from the Chinese thing, you know. It's so funny. That thing's so weird looking. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was one of those Chinese sun bears in there, standing yeah. up like that. So so and then there is a difference between the skunk ape and bigfoot skunk apes i guess are a little less hairier than bigfoot and are a little bit smaller so they're uh, less hairy i guess less hairier than like bigfoot supposedly are but they have been um and skunk apes have been known to climb trees and yeah yeah people will often see them in trees just yes. like chilling in the trees right yeah which is why in florida there's so many reports of seeing actual reports of people think they've seen um monkeys and apes but again there's no monkeys or apes in florida <laughs> so so it's not a normal ape you know especially yeah. a giant like six foot ape it's like yeah i don't think they're just running around in florida and you know, it's probably some kind of weird cryptid thing if that's the case so uh yeah so anyway that that leads to the skunk ape thing so anyway pretty i thought it was a pretty cool video definitely <clears throat> good and then, yeah and then actually there was these giant triangles um it looks really like the tr3b um that were flying around um over a near a military Marines Corps Air Ground Combat Center in 29 Palms. Um, and this, okay, this happened in 2021. But again, like these things are all making the rounds again because all this stuff about um, about Bigfoot and everything. So this is one of the ones where, where Corbell was kind of talking about. And I, yeah, that's right. He, 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 I think he made his documentary on this. You know, I mean, it's still very compelling stuff. Um, you know Especially, what though, Ben? Yeah. I <clears throat> I was outside a couple of weeks ago and I saw something almost exactly like that. And it was it was going through the sky like this, and they were about five of them in a line exactly like this, and then they just disappeared. And I Ooh. found out that it was Star it was um Starlink. Starlink. And everyone was freaking out where where I was. They were like, "Did you see the UFOs?" And I was like, "That that's." Starlink. Are you sure it's Starlink though? Yeah, it's like yeah. they're they're being Starlink is oh whatever you see it's just Starlink it's Starlink and that's why I'm like I, you know it's it's funny no, because now I'm kind of on the other extreme where it's no, like... but I think um I do think like there's you know I I I'm with you on what you're saying like at first I was like oh those are UFOs and then I was like but 
they were, it was so, there was something about it that was like way too obvious for it to just be UFO where I was mm -hmm. like, okay, let me look into this a little bit. And then I was like, people are seeing this exact thing, these five in a row lined up in it. And it's like, it is supposed to be Starlink. Whether it is or not is another. Well, thing. actually, okay. So this one, they 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 um brought in the resolution. Lindsay, can you scroll down in the article a little bit more? Um, past those photos. That one right there. So that one, you can actually this see is, the, the yeah. outline of a. Triangle. I don't know what that is. Because when you when you zoom in on it, and uh, and you 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 brightened up the photo, the image. Yeah. You can you can see an outline of like a triangle, so that that's what's kind of um, like I said. Yeah, this is a little bit like more compelling. Three B. Yeah, and especially if it's over a mil a, a military um, place. Yeah, like Wright Patterson Air Force Base or something. Yeah, yeah. So again, this this was where did I say it was? Marine Corps Air Ground Combat Center, Twenty Nine Palms. I'm not sure where that is. Maybe in Las somewhere in Nevada. Oh, California. It's over. Oh, it was over California. That's that's a California military base. So, all right. Well, you guys, we got to play a trailer. We get back. We'll start talking about some weird weather stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do it. Welcome to Edge of Wonder. What if I told you that not only have we been visited by extraterrestrials? but that our own military has in their possession crafts along with alien bodies hidden from the public. Military high-level brass Pentagon witnesses, it pulls a lot of weight. Those are the number one priority witnesses because they got closer to the truth than anyone else. They actually dealt with the physical hardware. Well, join me on this fantastic Edge of Wonder episode with my special guest, Michael Schratt, who is a private pilot and aviation historian. He has been investigating UFO encounters for over 20 years and has meticulously reviewed over 50,000 cases. He has also been featured in numerous documentaries such as Above Top Secret, along with the Ancient Aliens TV show. In this episode, Michael will not only expose the UFO retrieval program, but will provide detailed evidence and firsthand testimonials that the military industrial complex has been hiding alien craft bodies and technology from the public for nearly 100 years all right without further ado let's bring on michael Schrat. all right yeah so you guys that michael Schrat two-part interview that Ben did on Rise TV is killer. So definitely go check that oh, out. Um, very, very good interviews. And and what's cool about it is if you're following what's going on with um, David Grush and Eric Hecker out there right now, like the, the background evidence that Michael Schratt gives will really, really, really help you understand the entire history of everything coming up to today. So very cool. Definitely check it out. There's David Grush right there. Yep. There Surprisingly not as bad of a derp photo there as some of the other ones that I've been seeing recently. All right. So should we talk about uh, all the weird weather stuff and yeah manipulation and everything else i mean okay so as we all know um you know the california hurricane hillary um made landfall uh it, it didn't do as much damage as everyone was preparing for i heard that um a lot of the stores were empty in la people just you know what's weird is is not really the fact you know it's good that not a whole lot of damage happened there was a lot of water um like the Dodgers stadium was was flooded and there's all these photos of the Dodger stadium just like covered in water so right. it did dump a ton of water luckily the winds weren't as strong though but um you know I kind of it's funny because I hear stories in California of people driving out there in the rain like if it's raining really hard it'd be like Texans driving in snow 
they just they they can't handle it. <laughs> it's, it's like they, they don't know how to. Some of them don't know how to drive in the in, in the rain because they're just not used to it. So um, it's the same thing with like shopping. I guess you know people went shopping and they couldn't find anything. All the shelves were empty and everything else because everyone was panicking. And then of course the earthquake hit in the middle of the night. So um, earthquake. So I think this is in itself is just weird. I mean, there's all these photos and images of everything that we have here, but um, yeah. And then of course this brings, and then like now we have this tropical storm that's hitting Texas. Um, there's a bunch of stuff going on in Italy, I think too. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. I think it was Greece. There's like some, um, I think they don't was, really have hurricanes there, though. No, no, but it was like, uh, I think more fires happen in Greece. Uh, okay, yeah, you know, and then like NASA's coming out saying that this month has been the hottest year in human history, but it's like, how far back do we have data? <laughs> really? It's not, though. I think, yeah, it's not. It's like, okay, you what, like 60 years? Like, you know, maybe that's about it. Like, how accurate is that? Who paid um, the guy at NASA to say that is what I want to know. Yes, yeah, that's what I would like to know, too. So, um, you know, so I was, like, really looking into HARP, of course, and um, kind of looking more deeper into these things and really what's kind of going on. And um, so, okay, so, Rob, yeah, you want to tell us what, stands for high, what is this? high frequency yes. active. it's hard for everyone it stands for high frequency active auroral research program Royal. high Royal. frequency that's the you know frequency they're pumping in the watts and they're pumping into the ionosphere high frequency active auroral research program auroral refers to the layer of the atmosphere that they're they're kind of experimenting with or that they claim to be experimenting with and now, you know, it's spread out in a grid like this. Okay, now the difference between HARP and what Eric Hecker was describing with the um, ice cube um, base down in Antarctica is that HARP's antenna are spread over the surface of the, of the land that they have there, right? So all the frequency is beaming up through those. The difference mm -hmm. there is that with Eric Hecker, his ice cube... Um, it, uh, base is that those these they've got these things called doms and those are deep down in the ice that they've put down in the ice so those things are down but it's still got actually more power than harp according to eric hecker the ice cube um base actually has is the is the most potent or or i guess I don't know exactly how he put it, but it was like it can expel the most wattage or energy um, out into or volts in into the you know ionosphere from there. Mm -hmm. Right, like energy weapon actually. Yeah, and and their their official headquarters is in Alaska. Yeah, Harps Harps official yeah. is in Alaska, and you know why that is, right? I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming just because it's in the, more of in the middle of nowhere and they can do things without, or, or it has something to do with like being closer to the North pole. Well, actually. So right. what they say is that that area of, of Alaska is closer to the ionosphere where they want to do these experiments than mm -hmm. anywhere else. So it's actually easier for them to, to do that. Now this is what they're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which does make sense. It, it does. Um, but yeah. it is a convenient place to do it as well. It I mean, is. Well, and also, you know. like, like I said, away from public scrutiny, you can kind of do things in the down low right. without really causing too much attention to yourselves, you know? Uh, I have a little bit more data on, on it. If you want me, do you yeah, want me to just kind of go through? Okay, so yeah. like a few things, which is in, I think it was 1999 or 2000, one of those, HARP actually like finally became active. Mm -hmm. And leading up to that, um, it might even been right after that. I, I don't know the exact date, but leading up to that, there were plans for how HARP would develop over like a 10 year period, for instance. Right. And at the very beginning, the antenna together, 
like one antenna could produce a certain amount of um, of power. And the plan was that by the end of the 10 years that these antenna would be able to like tenfold the amount that they were pumping into the ionosphere. Mm -hmm. Now, what's weird is everyone's like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Um, yeah, these kilowatts, the kilowatts. So it, it's like at the beginning, it could do like uh, uh, something like a thousand or something. And then by the end, it was like exponentially more that it would be able to pump in there. Okay, my data is a little bit off here, mind you. Okay, mm -hmm. like I have done other shows on this, but I can't remember all, all of it. Yeah. But anyway, the point is, what's really interesting to me is that you're talking about kilowatts of energy being pumped into the ionosphere, right? Which is heat, essentially. Right. It's heat, it's energy. Yeah. Okay, so- Like all... one, one of the major things they work with, they said is plasma as well. Okay, right, right. But, yeah. but the main thing is like, if we're, we're talking about you're your pumping heat up into the ionosphere, well, what creates weather? It, what creates weather is a cold front hitting a hot front, and then you get a hurt, like a, a warm front, and then you get a hurricane, right? So it's like, is it really that big of a stretch to understand that if you're pumping kilowatts into the ionosphere, that it could potentially manipulate weather? Mm -hmm. Like, it could absolutely like objectively speaking, if we're talking about cold fronts and hot, like warm fronts, yes, it could, it could manipulate weather. And if you got good at it, of course you would be able to, to, to do things. And now another thing that's interesting is, you know, all of the deep underground bases that everyone talks about dumbs, mm -hmm. apparently each of the dumbs are supposed to also have some of these like, um, doms in them as well that, I, that I, like that would 100 percent right yeah and so what happens yeah. is because harp covers a certain amount of like space of the ionosphere if you connect it with all of the other doms you're apparently supposed to have like coverage over the entire planet and this is why there are doms in certain place or sorry uh dumbs in certain places across the the united states and 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 elsewhere is because it's like it's basically optimizing the coverage the harp was not a one, it's not for one thing. It's not just like, oh, weather manipulation. Like harp could be used to um, basically knock missiles out of the sky. Like if the if the energy is too high in the ionosphere, it would literally incapacitate any missiles that were coming in. It could also search for things in the ground by shooting high frequency waves into the ionosphere. Low frequency waves would get put down into the ground, and then they could search for things like gold. They could search for mm -hmm. hollow areas of the earth. They could search for oil. They could search for a lot of different things. So HARP can actually do many, many things that they're not telling us it could do, or that they are telling us like it is public, but you'd have to dig around to actually find that yeah. stuff. Yeah, and then yeah. it's so weird because then they're saying things are like quote unquote conspiracy, yet. China, this is exactly what China is doing. I mean, they're open about it. But yeah. actually, Lindsay, can you play this clip? This this is <laughs> play just play this. Okay. I mean, lasers really to change the weather? That's right. Well, as Mark Twain once famously said, everyone complains about the weather, but no one ever does anything about it. Well, instead of doing a rain dance, we physicists are firing trillion watt lasers into the sky to trillion. actually precipitate rain clouds and actually bring down lightning bolts. This is potentially a game changer. But this is experimental. It's experimental. However, in the laboratory so far, it works. When you have water vapor and you have dust particles or ice crystals, you can precipitate rain. It condenses around the seeds. These seeds can also be created by laser beams. By firing trillion watt lasers, you rip apart the electrons, creating what are called ions. And these ions act like seeds, like dust particles, bringing down rain and even lightning. Cloud seeding well, right I, there. I, just, this just fascinates me because, too, I remember reading the stories that China. You can keep playing. Yeah. You know, What's interesting, too, is as it was Harp was getting closer to being released in 1999, what some of these physicists and scientists were concerned about is that if you're blasting all of that wattage into the ionosphere, the, the wattage is staying up there somewhere and yeah. it has to come down at some point. And what they were worried about is that it would cause like the mother of all lightning bolts to just like come down and like evaporate an entire or like just like hit an entire area of the of the world. Where it's like, you know, 
it, you if you got good at it, you could direct where a gigantic lightning bolt would come down and cause massive havoc. Yeah, yeah. And then, like you said, if you're blasting all this energy up into the sky, it has to go someplace. It can't. It's not just going to like, oh, whatever, yeah. you know, dissipate or whatever. I mean, that that energy is going to build up and do something. You can keep playing it, Lindsay. I think they talk about China here in a minute that the USSR had used this after Chernobyl to create rain clouds. I mean, did those really work then? We have some of these capabilities now? Inconclusive. Even in the 60s, yeah, the CIA right. used this to uh, bring down monsoons during the Vietnam War to wash out the Viet Cong. Governments have been playing with this to. thing. Alleged to. Alleged to, right. <laughs> yeah. We have used that for decades now. These governments have been alleged to that, have experimented like with that nothing conclusive. This Climate. time we're digging into the laws of physics rather than simply uh, waving our hands and uttering mumbo jumbo. We're actually using trillion watt lasers yeah. now. And in the laboratory, sure enough, they precipitate wow. rain out of water vapor. Sure enough, you can actually bring down electricity yeah. down, the, down the beam. So what does it mean for drought areas that, that need to have? Dude, she's so uncomfortable with this conversation uh, for some reason. The consequences of famine. It's hitting well, her the bad news is theory. if it's a clear blue sky, but, it's yeah. not going to do anything at all. Because What's this guy's name again? Um, Machako or Michio Kaku. I like my name better, Machako. His name's Michio Kaku. Yeah. he's been in a lot of he's been in a few documentaries and things like yeah, he's that. on dude he's on ancient he's aliens a, all yeah, the time he's on ancient aliens yeah, and he's he was on that what the bleep do we know or something like that i think that was him too. he he and 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 his boy neil tyson degrasse are like just go out there for these neil grass to tyson whatever his name is <laughs> <I don't care. laughs> whatever i you know what i'd love to see i would pay to get what was his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. And yeah. Mike Tyson in a room and have like a podcast together. Oh, it podcast. So entertaining. Like listening to that hour podcast. Actually, of them. I, that, that is possible. They might've already done that because they should. Mike, Mike Tyson has a podcast. They should do that. Yeah. I'd love to hear like Mike Tyson be like, um, listen, Neil, what do you think about pigeons? <laughs> I want to know what you think about pigeons. They didn't do nothing to nobody. <laughs> uh, funny. Well, there was, um, speaking of weird weather, there were these weird clouds over San Francisco, or, uh, San Diego um, the day before the hurricane. Oh, really? Yeah. And what's weird is that this is something similar I saw in Fort Myers before the weekend before the hurricane in Fort Myers too. Lindsay's going to show it here in a minute. Mm. And then we'll get into a little bit with China here. Day before the hurricane's supposed to come and we're getting weird clouds. Wow. That's really weird. It's that's like wide. a big chemtrail. Yeah. It's just one long giant cloud. That's, that's really just what I mean. Weird. Like, I, I, I'm no thinking something with the clouds were able to maybe like guide a hurricane on a certain path. I mean, that that's kind of a conclusion that I'm coming to. There's that's not great. Like, you know, there's no scientific hard data to back that up, you know, but I'm just wondering if this is something they're able to do. Um, now, China has been bragging ever since the Olympics in China, that they've been yeah. able to modify the weather. And I mean, they, they've actually like, they stand up and be like, yes, we are able to do it. China to expand weather modification. This is a CNN headline, mind you. China to expand weather modification program to cover area larger than India. So they're trying to cover 5.5 million square kilometers to modify the weather in these areas. Um, and they are very open about it. And yet it's like, we just kind of hide from it. Like, oh no, we can't do any kind of weather modification. And then here's China saying like, <laughs> and this is, this is even from the CNN article. Sorry, hold on, let me open this up a little bit more. It says, um, China has long sought 
to control the weather, to protect farming areas, and to ensure clear skies for key events. It seeded clouds. It, this is CNN. It seeded clouds ahead of the 2008 Beijing Re Olympics to reduce smog and avoid rain ahead of the competition. So <laughs> key political meetings held in Chinese capital are notorious for enjoying beautiful, clear skies, both to uh, weather modification and shutting down nearby factories. Can you imagine that? Like if Biden comes to town, you know, shut down all the factories and bring out weather modification to make it all <laughs> nice and sunny. I just, yeah, I just think this whole thing is silly. Like, you know, it, if you research a little bit about how, you know, with the Oppenheimer movie coming out, right? You've got all these scientists together. They're, they're, they're like taking theoretical physics to, you know, actual experiments in real life. And they realize as they're making um, the gadget, this like a, the first atomic bomb that they tested, they're realizing that, oh, this thing isn't going to go off. It's not going to work. We need, mm -hmm. so they, they figured out how to get with a bunch of explosive to get the uranium to instead of explode to implode and cause the atomic reaction that they needed, right? So you're telling me that they could figure that out, but they can't figure out how to modify the weather? Like they haven't yeah. figured that out yet? Come on. Well, like, come on. Like it, it's not even that hard. It's not, it's not nearly as hard as creating an atomic bomb and they've done that. I, I mean, you kind of do it? that. In school, I, I think like in fifth grade, you, you, you create this like this beaker fill of, I don't know, it's like cloud thing. It's like kind of fills up. That's what I'm saying. It, it's like, it, it is... doesn't seem that hard to do it on a, on a massive scale. And I seriously doubt they need trillion watt lasers to do that. Like this, oh, this is insane. why guys like Machado Kaku, I don't trust them because I'm like, you guys are just total fronts for the like religion of science that's keeping stuff from everyone yeah. they're I working mean, what, what does that even mean like how how hot are we speaking are we Dude, talking yeah this is this is what i'm talking about Lindsay. yeah this is exactly it you know it was like when we were i remember like in fifth grade or something you study clouds and it was like oh you can i don't know do something in a jar and kind of like make your own cloud or something like that yeah you know? like, it doesn't seem that difficult Hey, Ben, when you were interviewing Michael Schratt, I remember he said that there were hangars so big that they stored recovered Krafton that the hangars had their own weather. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they do. And, and, um, you know, especially like when you're talking about air conditioning and all these things, it's like, I don't know, it just seems so easy. And actually there's another article here from, um, the Hill that even mentions how many, it, this is, it says this, many countries around the world have tried weather modification process as a means to combat climate change. But what if this is the cause of climate change? That That's, you know, and then and it's like, how do we not know that a country like China could be using these as actually a weapon? I mean, if you think about it, it's like, well, instead of invading a country, let's just set a hurricane on it. And, and then mm -hmm. it's like, if, you know, and then if, if who knows what's going on, well, then the question is, okay, if that's true, why wouldn't our own military, why wouldn't the Pentagon, why wouldn't like, you know, the president announce like these things are actually happening. And I think the answer is because, um, yeah, I mean, it could potentially be because, uh, being blackmailed, bribed, you know, all these like rules and regulations, like all this stuff that's that's happening with with China and how there's all these secret deals going on. Maybe it's like the, the weather balloons. Right. I mean, who knows? Could this be these weather? I mean, they're actually weather balloons, like actually weather balloons. Are they creating weather? <laughs> well, I mean, that that is why they sent those up there is like if if so, these like let's say these weather balloons give off a certain frequency, they get into a cloud and they can give off like a certain amount of electricity or something, you're, you're effectively modifying the weather in that cloud potentially. Right. Mm -hmm. So the, the weather balloons had a reason they weren't just tracking stuff. They were experimenting up there with things. Yeah. And you know, if this is true, then 
it's so possible that there is a completely separate weather system beneath the earth. If the earth is really hollow, like they would have figured all of this out. Do you know what I mean? I I agree. But like, where are those, like what Michael Schratt was talking about? Like, where are those not bunkers? What did you call them? Warehouses? Um, uh, hangers, hangers. Like, where are those yeah. hangers? They must those be underground. Are just like re- regular military, like Air Force bases and stuff. Yeah, but like if that. they're that big, they're big, dude. Yeah, they're, what are they like? Three miles wide by, f- you know, six miles wide well, or something. I don't think they're like that. I don't think it's like that. But imagine, like, a okay, if you think about um, maybe a, a, I think one of the biggest crafts that he was talking about was like a craft that was like three football fields long, you know? So you build a hangar that stores something like that. Or it's pretty massive. It's big. You know, it really is. And then you, yeah. you, you put that somewhere, you know, probably in Nevada or something where it's just, you know, it's not going to bring too space. much attention to it. Yeah. And then it's like, of course, if you look into it, they may just have like a bunch of, you know, like an airplane or something come out of it. And it's just like, oh, okay. It's just like they're building airplanes, you know, but yeah. are they really like, who knows? I think it'd be oh. fairly easy for a building to have its own weather because you just need different um, like temperature and moisture conditions inside the building versus outside. True. So it doesn't necessarily have to be huge, but I imagine you would see more effects. I'm not sure possible all right we should play another trailer and then we'll keep we'll kind of get into um geoengineering because this goes along with it as well absolutely let's do it welcome to edge of wonder where the weird gets even weirder you know out of all the craziest theories out there none is more fascinating than the idea that giant reptilian beings serpent people dracos lizard people or more formally reptoids could really exist. Yeah, this is one creature that a lot of us have a hard time grasping. Are there really shape-shifting lizard beings controlling things behind the scenes or even controlling people? Well, if you said yes to that question, then congratulations. According to an article from The Wire, you're one of the 12 million people who believe reptilians are not only real, but are even controlling politics. And if you believe that, then you're branded a paranoid raging conspiracy theorist slash lunatic who is dangerous to society. Well, Ben, that is what the media would call you if they were secretly being controlled by reptilian aliens, right? Of course, this poll was taken back in 2013 and a lot's changed in 10 years. Yeah, that 12 million people might have even doubled now. But whether or not you believe in the most extreme theories, the concept of strange reptoid beings ever existing is still a fascinating topic to dig into. So is this all a giant hoax or is there actually something to this reptilian agenda? All right. Well, you guys can find that on Rise TV along with our other series that we have and um, amazing stuff. Rob and I really uh, have been putting together a lot of different content over the last few years. So there's so much there. This reptile, this reptilians one is really fun though. So if you guys haven't yeah. seen that yet, like you won't get what was put in that series anywhere else. Like you should totally check that out. It's great. It goes through history and tracks down real sightings of rep, the reptile man or the lizard band, whatever you want to call it, over history, and it's a blast. So definitely check that out. Yeah, it's not so much of the shape-shifting reptilian aspect conspiracy, more lines of what people have actually seen in real life right. and how it's been reported in the media. So. <laughs> Honestly, is like really refreshing take on the entire thing because yeah. it, it, it just it's, you see it from a completely different perspective. Mm-hmm. All right. Geoengineering. You know, so I, I, I was kind of looking into this a little bit more because it's like, okay, what is the point? You know, this is actually a real thing. Um, and right now everyone's talking about carbon dioxide removal. Like this is like, you know, your carbon footprint, like carbon, carbon, this carbon, that, like we gotta, we gotta, you know, stop the use of carbon dioxide, but I kept thinking about it more and more and more. I'm like, wait a minute, plants, don't plants breathe in carbon dioxide? <laughs> so wait a minute, if we cut out all the carbon dioxide, 
technically it's going to like slowly kill the plants. So, well, okay. Yes. But the, the, also the point is that the plants, the, the extra carbon dioxide is good for the plants to produce what? Oxygen, dude. Well, yeah, exactly. That's so that's it's like, point. like the yeah. plants literally eat the carbon dioxide and they put which out off oxygen. oxygen which so is if you, if you have an overabundance of carbon dioxide, what do you do? Go plant a bunch of trees, you dummy. There you go. Just That's the answer. Each one of those right? trees has a certain amount of carbon that it will eat. So if you plant, you can literally do the math and say, I need to plant this many trees to eliminate this much carbon dioxide. And then you've literally got a completely self-sufficient, like perfect system that was created by something a lot smarter than humans already in place. Exactly. And which the whole process is photosynthesis, which is the process of plants using or taking carbon dioxide, the sun, you know, yes. nutrients, all of it, making food and then producing oxygen in the air, which is so important for humanity. So it's like, you know, this geoengineering is specifically designed to remove the car. Now, there's a difference between carbon monoxide, which is what your 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 you know, obviously what cars Your give car off. Gives off yeah that'll yeah. kill you <laughs> yeah yeah and then you know carbon dioxide is what we breathe out so I, I don't know the more i kept thinking about this i'm like yeah you know realistically the solution would just be to plant more seeds grow more plants um make like a fundamental change in how we're doing these cities but it's it, it, it it's scary because <sighs> You know, it's like, wow, yeah, they actually really want to do this and they're like promoting it. And then it's like there are certain phrases that they're using, like the carbon footprint phrases, you know, and a lot of this stuff isn't even rooted in anything. It's like the uh, fossil fuels. Fossil fuels means nothing like that. That's not even the way that fuel or oil is even produced like now yeah, they're not even from fossils yeah they completely like even they Forbes know that that's the article easy thing that's and that's the yeah because it's like whoa yeah it's wait a minute you know and then so it's all these terminologies that they're using to get us confused and you know to 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 then like get on have us get on their side i feel like and um you know and i started thinking about all these um like san francisco it, it, they're having a really difficult time because uh, there's been massive amount of shutdowns in stores uh whole foods shut its doors in san francisco walmart was making a bunch of changes Wait, all the whole foods shut its doors in san francisco yeah yeah because of uh they couldn't keep up with everything all the stealing there's like there's so much looting or whatever like they're just yeah yeah so all of this is happening and um, yeah, so Whole Foods, the, one of the main areas in San Francisco, it shut its doors. I can't remember which store it is. It's either Target or I think it was Target. Everything in Target is behind a glass or a plastic or whatever. Like you need a key to get into any product in Target in San Francisco now. Yeah. And I, you know, it's just like, we kept wondering, this, like, why this is, is the world where we're, we're yeah, living like, in? Why is this happening? What, why, why is all of this happening? Why, why are they allowing this to happen? And then on top of it, we have these, like, you know, all this weird stuff with the climate change agenda and all these different things. And I realized this is all connected. Yeah. The reason why is because they want more control. So, it's like, oh, well, okay, because of like climate change, because of like, you know, all this crime in the city, we'll just take over. We'll do this like massive underhaul of, of like, you know, using different kind of clean energy. We'll make these 15 minute cities. Everything will then be because of all oh, the stop looting. Now you like you'll check in when you enter a grocery store and they're already starting to do this in some places where you have to like. It's like an ID, like you scan your iPhone, you know, it's like there's like a, it has all your information on it. You scan it to get into the store and then like you got to scan it to leave and it knows yeah. everything that you have. Yeah, and this, I think is, like, this is frictionless shopping. 
Yeah, and it makes this me how understand. we get our rights taken away from us for sure. This is why they're allowing it to happen, and and now there's um there's like 14 cities, including like L.A., um, Miami, I think Chicago, and and um, New York, maybe New York, and a couple other cities that all signed agreements saying by 2030 they want to like reduce meat, milk, and all these like different products like this in these cities to pave the way more for like a bugs probably plants <laughs> bugs. probably you know so um that I, I don't know i i hate to like i'm not trying to be like a you know quote unquote no no this is actually the trends actually the, you know it, it really is clear. You, you know you're not saying yeah. something crazy like the, like this is out in the open this is public information that the world economic forum even is talking about on a daily basis right yes or however often they have their you know conferences and stuff so yeah no this is not crazy talk what you're saying like this is you can easily find this information if you look yeah yeah and and insects is the direction that it's all going right now these like plant like why would we want to eat trash why would we eat why would we eat the things that eat our trash that's that's a really good question. That is, yeah. Um, I'm trying to, th- uh, dude. It's it's Austin, Boston, Chicago, Houston, L.A., Miami, New Orleans, uh, New York City, and San Francisco, Portland, of course. Um, all signed agreements to cli- to to combat climate change. So by 2030, they're reducing meat and dairy consumption to zero. I don't even know what that means. How can they even do that? Um, They're going to limit clothing purchase to three times per year annually. Eliminate private ownership of vehicles. This is this is not a conspiracy. They actually this is like an agreement thing. Where is this? This is um uh. This this is like it's it's a W W E F promoted treaty to ban meat, dairy, and private cars. Yeah, but where where is it being signed? Um, by their by their governors, I guess. Okay, okay, but governors of what state, what area, or is yeah, this yeah, Europe? Is this out. America? No, 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 no. I'm saying that the the cities that already signed it are Austin, Boston, Chicago, Houston, L.A. Um. Here, let me let me find it. Houston signed this. Houston signed it. I'm really shocked about that. Well, you shouldn't be that shocked. Houston is way more messed up than people think. Ben, where are you reading this? Uh, here, let me let me pull it up. All right, let me double check on this. But I mean, everyone in a fact checked claim that banning meat and dairy. 14 U.S. cities signed WEF treaty to ban meat, dairy, private cars by 2030. Are these just goals, though, or are they like edicts? They might just be goals. That might be what people are saying. Are. I think no. they're, it's, it's like shock. They're like these, they, they do way extreme goals. And then in 10 or 20 years, more of them, like a, a little bit more of them get adopted in these different places. And then over time, they're able to change things. It could take way longer than 2030. So the whole initiative is called C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group. And these cities are part of this group. So I think, I, I think like what it's saying is that there's all you know that's kind of the extreme aspect if you look at it like oh no this is like you know blah 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 good for this and blah 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 but anyway um here's bloomberg okay so somebody actually i want to just bring this up really quick so in our facebook chat someone named hana curtis hi hana how are you thanks for commenting over here she said do either of you know anything about what's at the root of them not wanting us to eat meat weren't mithra worshippers vegetarian so um 
That's a good question. Yeah, it's pretty simple, actually. It's like the what what no one's really telling anyone is that like the most probably the most nutritious thing bar none for the human body is beef. And if if the human body isn't getting enough nutrition, it it screws a lot of things up. It's really hard to have children, for instance. Um, you know, there's like a plethora of things that can happen if the human body is not getting enough of the right nutrition. It's harder to produce testosterone. It's harder to produce estrogen. Um, so it, I'm not sure like, well, like, so what is the reason? Like, is it really, is it climate change? Is it because of climate change? Like really? Um, I think if you dig into it yourself, you'll find that, that the, it's not, it's not, it's what the, the results are of not eating those things or not consuming those things are probably what's thereafter. Yeah. To say that in, in a, a very non-direct way, because I can't hear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a very staple food for, especially for Americans. I mean, it's like our, you know, everyone has like Chinese food. It's amazing. You know, it's like everyone has their, when you think of Italian, Chinese, um, Indian, like everyone has their own cuisine, you know, over here in America, it's like, when you really think of it, it's steak and potatoes. <laughs> it's like meat and potatoes. That's really, I feel like that's the thing well, that, that we have. And we have, we, we do really, really well over here is like how to make a steak. Well, and yes, actually well. I would say in terms of world cuisine, like what Americans have really like added into world cuisine a lot of people might be like, hamburgers are awesome. It's true. Hamburgers are awesome. But if you come down here and you get some slow cooked smoked barbecue, it's the best well, thing. True. It's that the best good. tasting thing nearly yeah. on the planet. It's so good. That's yeah. true. Okay. Well, me. okay. So this 14 city thing, why don't, why don't I just say, because yeah, it looks like it's kind of on these sites. It's, it hasn't been confirmed. A lot of people are talking about it. So I would say right now it's more of like a, a rumor more than anything else because it doesn't look like it's an official thing. I thought it was more of like an official thing where these cities were kind of proud to sign this stuff, but it doesn't look like it. But I would still kind of keep an eye, especially on those 14 cities. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with this. But yeah, but they've been trying to attack me. And actually Beyond Meat has been failing. They, they It's like they're... they're um, failing so bad that they are rethinking the structure of the company of Beyond Meat. It's beyond me why it's failing. <laughs> there we go. All right. We're going to have to uh, jump off here. We still have some things to talk about. We have Biden visiting um, Maui. <laughs> we'll get into a little bit of that. We have our, uh, of course, we have our. Um, Med meditation prayer that we do at the end of every Tuesday show. And we're going to get into some of your guys' questions as well. So, um, so yeah, we're going to leave rumble, Facebook, Ganjing world, Twitter, YouTube, and head over to rise TV. So join us for just nine 99 a month and please support what we do. Um, we have so much content for you to binge endlessly <laughs> for, for days on end, really. Weeks. So, weeks, yeah. So, um, all right, we're going to play a trailer and then we'll head over to Rise TV and talk a little bit more about the Maui, Biden, fires, and Q&A. When disease strikes humanity, when corruption is on the rise, when darkness descends, how can we find the light? Noble governors, honorable caretakers, destructive dictators. Each time a plague hit, the state of the people seemed to determine their fate. What if this were a pattern nobody has ever looked at before? Are people's illnesses tied to their spirits? Does chaos in society reflect chaos in the cosmos? This goes deeper than any history books look at plagues has ever gone before.
Lake Part 2, Divine Retribution. All right. All right. <clears throat> yeah, we, we're going to get right into the Q&A here. We got to talk about a couple things, right? Well, we, we could get into right into we have the while well, we have the Biden thing. Let's just show one one of these things. We can show the rest on Friday, but sounds good. 